ladies and gentlemen, sports fans of all ages, it's our pleasure to present to you the newest name in Delaware sports and sports around the world, who has had absolutely no success in the real world, so he's dedicated his life to talking sports. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right. Good morning. Good morning. See, I don't even know where I'm at. So let me start off. Okay. I just need to start off right now with the uh, prerequisite. If you hear a lot of stuff in the background, someone left me at the airport. I'm still here since uh, Saturday night. So uh, I, I can't, uh, I can't help with the background noise if, if it gets in Uh and also, uh, I want to make a big shout out uh, the other professor, uh, Keith White, who's filled in many times, been a big part of this show. Uh, you know, he had surgery over the weekend, uh, so uh, our thoughts and prayers get well, buddy. We can't wait to have you back on the show. Uh, so uh, he had to get some stuff going on with that. So, uh we got that, and uh, you know, uh, did you do you want? Let's start with the uh, Masters. Okay. Yeah. Uh, look for Sunday. The guy I picked too, it's a shame because John Rahm, obviously, he had the best Sunday of anybody. But when you're at even going into Sunday, and I think uh, Matsuyama was at eleven under. Um, you know, it's just too big of a lead. Um, it got interesting at one point, you know, because he had like a four or five stroke lead, and then Matsuyama hit one in the water. Did you see that one, Coach? No, I didn't. Yeah, so he hit one in the water, I think at like 15, and I, Xander, I can't pronounce his last name, Shufala or whatever it is, he, you know, got it to two, but then on the next one, he goes and hits it in the water. And then after that, it ended up being he only won by a stroke, but he went into 18 – Basically, it, you know, he could have – I mean, it was uh, – he could bogey it. If he double bogeyed it, he would have went and played the kid who was actually playing his first uh, uh, Masters, Will uh, Zlatteris. And, um, you know, good showing for him. But, you know, Dustin Johnson, last year's winner, doesn't even make the cut. Um, it was kind surprising. of uh, – That was surprising to me. As you know, Coach, you want to see that Masters where they're competing down the stretch and – like I said, you had that little bit where it got interesting for like 10 minutes. But other than that, that was it. That was game, set, and match pretty much. Right, right. So, and, uh, you know, let's – we got that. You're, and what about your guy? Because, you know – And John Rom finished – the guy I picked, he finished fifth. So, I, I bet him to finish top ten. So, I won that. Obviously, I lost him winning it. But it's not easy to pick. You know, basically, I've gone first, first. He was fourth or fifth, so I mean that, that's not bad. I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll take it. You know what I mean? Right. I'll, uh, I'll take that. That's not bad. But I don't know if you just heard the news about Edelman retiring. Did you? No, I, I just saw that the Patriots terminated his contract because he failed a physical. Uh, I saw that. I didn't. Yeah, well, see supposedly it's part of him essentially retiring. Okay. Yeah. So, but I was a little surprised with that because. I know he did have the knee injury last year, but I thought he still had some, you know, some juice left in the tank. Now, they did get Aguilar 
and they did sign Kendrick Bourne. So maybe there just, you know, wasn't enough, I don't want to say room for him, but you know, I don't know what the situation was. I was a little bit surprised, but I'm sure Bill too. Hey, Chris, I like that one. <laughs> you better watch. Listen, Chris, I hope you watched uh, Animal House recently because I think with all the stuff going on, that's going to be a banned movie here soon. There's a lot of stuff in there that is really uh, not good anymore. You know, so we'll, uh, we'll have to check it out and see. Uh, so... Um, and, uh, what was the other, there was something else I had to bring up that was not sports related and I, uh, kind of, uh, forgot right now, but you know, it is par for the course for me with <laughs> it is. And, uh, do you want to jump into how bad the Yankees are doing? Like, like how crap in the bed they have started off? Well, I, I just, it, it's early on the year. They do have some injuries, you know, but honestly, the biggest surprise with them is more. Herman looks so good in spring training. Yeah. And he's gotten shelled his first two starts. Um, you got Cole on the mound tonight. Uh obviously Void's been out. That's a, a big key to the yeah. lineup. And and um, here's my thing with that. I thought last year Ford played great at first base. Mike Ford. Mm -hmm. Why did we go out and get Jay Bruce? has stunk the place up. I mean, the guy's barely batting over 100. I mean, he's he's batting like 110 right now. Yeah. I, I just – I don't know why we brought this guy in when we have Mike Ford sitting in, in you know, down in AAA or what do they call it, the alternate site. Bring mm -hmm. him up. Let's go. Put him in. Christ. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the bigger, the bigger thing with the AL, obviously AL East, you got four teams – tied at four and five, and then the Red Sox started eight and oh and three, and now they've won six straight. Now, three were against Baltimore, so I don't know how you would really judge those wins, right. but um, well, I don't know. The Yankees, too. Three of them are, you know, actually, I think they only got two out of the three against Baltimore. I think Baltimore beat them once. So. Well, no, what happened? The Red Sox opened up with Baltimore and got swept. Oh, and, you know, so they got swept, and then now they've won six straight. So, um, look, I still think it's the Yankees' division to lose, obviously. But, you know, I wonder about their team in regards to, you know, can they hang with the Dodgers? Because, look, man, Dodgers and Padres, you know, they've shot right out of the gate. You know, 8-2, yep. and 7-3. and three, You know, and the Padres are playing without Tatis. Um, curious to see what happens there. You, you know, they said he's not going to need surgery, but they don't really know yet. Because if you lose him, I think your chances of, making a World Series run, go go out the door with them. I mean, that's your probably your best player in your team. I mean, mo some people may argue it's Machado, but I think Tatis is your best everyday player on the Padres. So, um, yeah, we'll see. But, I, you know, I'll tell you, I'm happy with how the Phillies have started. They stole one like yesterday. Did you see that play, Coach? Uh, no, I haven't. I've been well, kind of busy all day. So, so well, um, they Bomb was out at home, and they called him safe in the ninth inning last night. And the Phillies won. And they replayed it, and he was out. He was. His foot, the catcher blocked his foot off the off the plate, and he was he was definitely out, and they didn't overturn it. And so everybody's going to stir today about restarting, the, you know, playing the game over from the ninth inning and all. And, oh, I mean, yeah. look, it's one game. You know, 
I, I'm happy with how the Phillies have started. I, I, look, I love the lineup. Your boy DD had four RBIs yesterday. I'd actually like them. I think they should move him up the lineup. McCutcheon's hitting under 200. Um, everybody else, Bomb started a little slow, but I like Alec Baum. I think he's a future star in the making. I, I'd like to see the Phillies move DD up to the to the leadoff um, from seven because Segura's batting six. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. And then. I just don't like the starting pitching with the Phillies. Let's see if Eflin can be consistent. And then Matt Moore, he needs to go back to Japan and pitch because that's where he was last year. He just can't throw. He's just inconsistent. So um, we'll, we will see what happens in regards to that. But I think the uh, I think the Phillies – yeah, and uh, can you put what my cousin said? Yeah, yeah, Flyers, I, I was just going to say we'll get yeah, to him, the, but... the Flyers are done. Uh, you beat Boston and then – you lose to the Sabers, and it's the second time they lost to the Sabers, and the one in the last like two weeks, and the one time they did beat them, they had to come back from being down three nothing. So, um, I think everybody knew yesterday, and I'm sure you did too. Um, that was it for the Flyers; they're done. And then obviously today they sold. They they um they they were they were selling. I think they know this team. No matter what, even if somehow they went on a run and got in the back end of the playoffs. They just don't have it, which is quite surprising because, you know, you look last How year. Good you had last year, and you thought you were building on that. They, I mean, they, they were the one seed, obviously. You know, now look, they only had that three-game playoff. But still, they were a top three or four seed. And then you figured, well, we're going to get back Oscar Lindblom, who was obviously out from cancer last year. And Nolan Patrick was going to come back after he had his bouts with migraines, I believe. So you figure – we're going to be as good or better. And, man, the defense isn't good. Carter Hart's in his head. You know, they're calling. I love I love the coach. I love A.B. And now it's looking like, you know, his head might be on the chalking block. And you look at where we are, Coach, uh, from a year ago to now, and, man, a lot of question marks with the Flyers. And then you look at the, the, the lineup, too, and it's you got older guys like G and Voracek. Where are you going to head in that direction? And then you got that mixed back bag of young guys who have been very up and down. Goes to Spear, you know, Provol up. I have high hopes for him. He's had a down year. So just to me, a lot of question marks with where the Flyers are going to go. I, you know, listen, I feel like the Rangers are are in kind of that same boat. Like they, they're so young. That's the problem. And I, I don't know, do we? They've been playing better, though. The and they've been yeah. playing better. But how many times you go into the third period with a lead and blow it, you yeah. know, and then lose in overtime uh, last night to the Islanders, uh, I believe it was. But, man, it just a uh, – uh, it, it's tough. It's tough to watch right now with, with that. And, Stiz, we're going to get to some football, yes, and bring that up. I did see that big deal, um, uh, that signing. So we'll bring that up here shortly. Yeah, uh, but I think that's a good this. signing. And I guess that would mean is one of the – I mean, obviously they brought Fournette back, and he's going to be a part. Does that mean Ronald Jones is going to be gone, you know? Because well, no, because Bernard, they like him from uh, because of pass catching. So okay. his back. So I think he'll be that third back guy. I don't think they're bringing him in to be a you know spell. I think it's going to be Fournette and the kid, yeah. and then uh, you know Bernard will come in out of the backfield and and be well. A, uh, well and, and what's crazy in regard to the Bucks? They're going to be better than they were this year. They are. 
I mean, I, I think this, I don't know. I have to look it up. But I think, Coach, this might be the first time a Super Bowl winning team is bringing back all 22 yes, starters. I believe and you're right. Yeah. Obviously, you still have A.B. Yeah, and I agree, too. That's the scariest thing for me, too, is heart is broken. And he might have to go back to a sports psychologist because supposedly he fired him. And I don't know. That, that, that's looking like it might be the problem. Look, I got but, a number for a good one. So, listen, you know, Carter Hart, pick up the phone, call me. I'll, I'll hook you up, man. I, I got I got the best in the business, baby. All right? Tell oh, me. Man. You're not a Nick. Do I not have the best? No, he does. He has the best right. in the business. Right. She, knows how, oh, she knows how to break him down. If you can break him down, you can do anything. You know? That's right. Um, That's right. But in regard to the Bucks, you mean, look, I think obviously the Saints take a step back this year. Um, yeah. Still have a good roster, but – they lost a lot, and you lose Drew Brees. You know, you know Winston transitioning to the starting job. So, I mean, I think the Bucks are going to win. Obviously, it's a seventeen game year. They're going to win twelve or thirteen games, and that defense is going to get better. That offense is going to get better. And let's not forget, Coach, they got some draft picks here. They can add to that team yeah. too. The one question is, do they bring AB back? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, honestly, I don't. I don't. I think he's. You know, one in. What, what do you need him for? Where Where do you need him? This is like. I, I think this is a very high receiver draft. Even after you get like rounds three, four, and five, I think you will find a quality receiver in in that rounds three, four, or five. And that's why, again, I'm not high. All these mock drafts, the Giants still taking a receiver at eleven. I'm not oh, buying it. Right. You know, no, that's that's not going to happen. I think if I, I'm picking, I, I there, there's only I'm okay with an offensive lineman if one of those guys fall to you. And mm -hmm. I think if Kyle Pitts, I don't think he gets to eleven. No, I don't think he gets there. No. That would be the only skill re, offensive guy I'd be okay with at eleven. I think. Other than alignment on the offensive well, side of the ball, I think you got to go. Yeah, I've been saying, beating my head against the wall for years. We need an edge rusher, a legit pass rusher. Yeah. I'm okay if Parsons falls to you. I would him and Rousseau are got to be my two guys. I now, think. well, Rousseau coaches they they're talking about him in the late twenties now. I mean, he's really yeah, he's kind of dropped. But I mean, it's all these quarterbacks going. You got four or five quarterbacks that are jumping into the top. 10 to 15 now. Um, the one I don't get is there's a lot of chatter and about the Cowboys trading up for Kyle Pitts. And if that happens, to me, that just tells you, uh, to me, it's just Jerry's, the league's passed him by. I yeah. mean, don't you realize you need defense? Like, mm -hmm. the defense was the huge issue going into last year. Right. You grab CeeDee Lamb, okay, if you like him. But now it's glaring. I mean, your defense was horrible this year. And then you're going to take another piece to add for Dak? I mean, now look, don't get me wrong. They get Kyle, Kyle Pitts. They're the second-best offense in the NFL to the Chiefs. But you know it too, Coach. you got to stop people too. Right, and absolutely. And they are in desperate need of secondary help. Um, You know, look, you lose Sean Lee. I don't know what's going on with the kid Van Der Esch. He was He's had injury problems. You know, Jalen Smith looked really good early on as a linebacker, but a little bit of a, you know, over pursues, a little too aggressive sometimes, and they use it against them. Demarcus Lawrence signs the big contract, and I, I don't I, I don't see it. 
Uh, I just don't understand. And look, Sherman would be a good pickup for the Cowboys, but Richard Sherman isn't going to solve that defense. Um, they, they have a lot of holes on defense. And to me, it'd be once again, Jerry Jones getting involved. And, you know, they said last year he wanted C.D. Lamb, and that's why they went that way. Right. I just think they need too much help on defense. I and agree. you're in some bad contracts with Dak, uh, Zeke, and Amari Cooper. You, you need to get some defensive players in there and try to help fix that defense. I agree, hundred percent. I, I mean, they they gotta go defense. I mean, yeah. got to. And uh, yeah, Nick, we'll get to uh, Julian. Let me finish my thought here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I you gotta go. And I also, I, I you know, I read also the Eagles try to trade back up and get into the quarterback mix. I'm not buying that. I'm no, not I buying think it's it, a smoke man. Screen. I, I think it is. I, I'm yeah. just not buying that. Now, what my what my cousin brought up, I think, is interesting. And Stiz mentioned, too, about Jacques Vaughn. Yeah, I mean, Stiz, I agree. I, I don't know. They kind of got a full running back room. There's going to be somebody that's on its way out, I would think. And I wonder if that's not possible with Julian Edelman. If, you know, with the contract he's making, Belichick said, okay, go ahead. And, you know, maybe he goes to Tampa Bay. Yeah. Because would you not? Uh, yeah, I heard that too. I heard Raiders too. But um, would that would that not make more sense to have Edelman there than Antonio Brown? I would take Edelman in a second, just the way he works with Brady. And then you still have Godwin, obviously, and Mike Evans. I think he would fit great in Tampa Bay. Um, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. I just don't know if Belichick is going to allow that to happen to go help Brady more. That that's the well, thing. Well, the I problem is once you retire. You know, once you retire and you sit out that year, all bets are off. He doesn't. I don't. I don't think he has to come back. I think uh, yeah, because well, I don't they think there's a con- contract, though, right? Too. So right. he's free to do whatever. You know, right? So. And I gotta wonder if Mike right now it's that oh, you know, like Gronk, and then you know maybe after training camp or halfway through training camp that knee starts feeling miraculously better, yeah. and he goes and plays. And Stiz, good point. A.B. and Tampa, they are too far away. And A.B. actually commented on their Instagram saying sign A.B. So I think – I just wonder if they look at it now and say, look, he got his Super Bowl. They're worried about him coming in next year and, and – Creating some up. noise, yes. And creating problems. Yep. And you know what, A.B.? I don't have sympathy for you. Like, you know, he went in and didn't cause problems this year – but nobody wants to sign him because of all the stuff in the past. Right, and right. they don't have Tom Brady, a quarterback, to keep him at line. The only one I've heard as a possibility besides Tampa, Coach, is Seattle. And that makes sense because you do have Russell Wilson. But we'll see. I don't think Seattle needs a, a receiver. I mean, you got two good guys in Lockett. And right. obviously, I'm drawing a black Metcalf. Um, yep. They need defensive help. Right. A lot of teams need de- defensive help. And, you know, like you said, Clowney to the Browns. I, I yeah. saw that couple and of. Uh, uh, Lentz brought up, too. He's right. Uh, they have been talking about AB going to the Ravens. And that one, the only thing that concerns me is getting somebody like him around Lamar Jackson. You know, I know Lamar's a leader and all, but, you know, you don't. I think me and Coach have stated, and we were right last year, we were both spot on about. Odell Beckham Jr. and how he negatively affect Baker Mayfield. You see him go out, you see Cleveland play better. I could see A.B. 
having that kind of negative impact on Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he needs people to throw to. I agree. But I'd be worried about him having a negative impact on Lamar and Lamar trying to force the ball to him, much like the discussion we had with Odell and Baker. Right, right. Absolutely. I I agree with that. And it's funny because I feel like his – because isn't that his cousin – uh, Hollywood Brown that's on the Ravens. He's related to Hollywood Brown. They're related. Okay. And it's funny because Hollywood Brown's about out the door. The Ravens are about ready to uh, 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 on his on his headset. Yes. So, uh, but you know, he's out the door. So it kind of, kind of would be funny that, you know, oh, you replaced your, uh, your cousin or whatever the relationship I is. I think they'll there. keep Hollywood Brown just because of the athletic ability and the big playability. Um, but yeah, um, he, he needs some weapons for him. That that's one thing I think with Lamar, you could say, and I think Tua had that excuse in Miami, you know, put some better players, players around me. Uh, I think the Ravens, Kind of, you know, Lamar could complain about that. He does not have much talent in regards to the outside. I mean, Willie Sneed, yeah, maybe a half decent third receiver. Hollywood Brown's your number one guy, and to me, Hollywood Brown would be a nice slot receiver, Nelson Aguilar esque type yeah. player. He's a number two team. at best. He's a yeah. number two at best. Yeah, at best, I would, I would lean more towards, you know, a good reliable number three receiver that can make some big plays for your offense and get you six or 700 yards and five or six touchdowns. That's his ceiling to me. Right. Absolutely. And we'll see. Cause I, I'm telling you, right. I've been, I've said this since Kenny Galladay got signed. Slayton is going to have a breakout year this year. If Daniel Jones can just stop his happy feet. Okay. Just, 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 I'll just keep putting it out there. So, you know, and that's when, why I think you're going to see. Well, I really, truly believe Giants are going offensive linemen. There's a couple tackles there, whether it's Slater from Northwestern or Darashaw from Virginia Tech. I think that is where you are going to see the Giants go. And, you know, look, there's already, it's already been said, and we've talked about it, coach, that Danny Dimes don't have any excuses. Well, now once you put them, you know, you got two. Back-to-back first-round tackles in front of him, too, and the weapons he has, there is no excuses for Danny. Yeah, but I've been reading this, and my personal opinion, I'm very high on Perp. The kid that was third round last year saw a lot of time at right tackle. The Giants are very high on him as well. Had an ankle injury the last three games, so it was was tough. But um, uh, so – with that, it was Jared. I see you're calling, buddy. We're give me a minute before. Yeah, we give us a couple minutes stuff. to call give back, Jared. Yeah, we'll call, call, call in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, they're high on him. They really like the the Shane Lemieux. I hope I'm saying his name right. Yeah. And uh, Andrew started. Andrew started coming around. So yeah. I really think you just need you really need a guard and a center. Even though and you got Soder too, coach. Yeah, and you got Solder. And you too. got Solder as your as your swing guy. I mean, you could always maybe move him into guard. Maybe I I, I don't know, but I, I'm more interested in signing a legit center as much as Gates had a had a good year, kind of carried it in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But I think in the third round, we might be able to get like that kid from Oklahoma um, who's projected in that third round. Maybe he'll fall to the Giants. I I think in the later rounds, you'll find those good interior linemen. uh, And I don't think the first round, I think it's got, you got to go with the edge and possibly uh, Parsons if he falls to you. Yeah. And look, guy, coach, a guy like Parsons on that defense too, another playmaker. Because uh, you even said they could use a pass rusher, but I really would like – look, the Giants' defense made big strides last year, and you had a playmaker like Parsons to that defense, and uh, watch out. Yeah, you listen to little Ricky Martin. Jared. Um, uh, I regards, like both those picks because they need help in both those areas. Yeah, in Pittsburgh, look, you lose I – don't, I don't know, he's still out there, but you lose Villanueva at tackle. Um, you have James Conner running back, and no, then, he's out there too. As a he's a free agent. Oh, is he a free agent? Okay, oh, I'm sorry about that. And then I don't know if I'm the Steelers. Look, you couldn't run the ball last year, and look to me, running backs are all interchangeable. If you have a good line, you can put anybody back there, and you can run the ball. So to me, I'm getting the lineman first, and then grabbing that running back in a third or fourth round, or out there in free agency, and. You, you know, figuring out the line first because that was their problem. I think Ben, you can win games with if he's throwing it 20, 25 times a game. You can't win with Ben throwing it 50, 50. times a game. I mean, because their defense is top three. They got a great defense. If they could just run the ball a little bit and put a little bit of pressure off Ben, you know, because Ben just starts throwing the ball over the damn field too and throwing interceptions, and you got you got to beware of that. Well, I'm really interested to see because now you're, you know, Bud Dupree is out, is gone over to Tennessee. So right. now we'll see is TJ Watt a legit Batman or was yeah. he just Robin wearing, right. wearing a Batman cape? Well, he had Bud Dupree was out for half of the year last year. Or so, but no, it's a big loss. You're right. I agree with you. He, he, he is a big loss. Um, they still have Snell, though, too, to run. Um, you know, he's kind of up and down, but I don't think they'll go running back in the first round. I think they'll go line. I'm surprised they haven't brought Villanueva back. He's still one of the tackles out there. And so are the two tackles from the Chiefs. They're still out there, too, if yeah, I'm correct. And I'm just wondering Fisher. if the injuries haven't haven't been, you know, fixed and, and they're just wait, teams are just waiting for them to yeah. be 100%, I think. Yeah. And then in regards to the Eagles, where they go, I think if Devontae Smith's there, we'll think about it. But I think it's tough. Like, some people say tackle. But to me, it's like you got Andre Dillard in the first round. You got Lane jo- jo- you know, Lane Johnson at right tackle. You're just restructured. And by yeah. the way, did you hear he was – was it Rich Eisen? I forget. He was on a podcast, mm-hmm. said, you know, hey, him and Jim Ross from WWF are really tight. Might look, he might wrestle one day. I heard it. Into the ring. Yeah. Uh, you know. um, but, no, I think the Eagles are going to go, like, if Parsons – like I said, if Devontae Smith's there, I think they'll really think about it. If not, uh, they've never drafted a, a linebacker in the first round. But I think you could see them take Parsons if he, if he goes past the Giants. Or I think it might be uh, Sertan, the corner, or Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. Uh, I think they want to – they know that. Look, they're young on offense, but there's some that their line, if healthy, is very good. Um, you got Miles Sanders at running back already. You got some young guys at receiver. So, like I said, I think it's Smith, 
or one of those corners or Parson. I think that's where we're looking at. Yeah, if I'm the Eagles, I, I think, you know, uh, Sertan Jr. will be there uh, or Farley, like you said. Uh, they need some real some help at corner. And, and they, they too, do not have a legit pass rusher, somebody that the defense has to go or the offense has to go. We need to stop this guy. And it hurts. It hurts, especially in this league when teams are throwing the ball all over the place. Yeah. No, I mean that's 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 definitely an area. You know, because you, you have you have a couple of complimentary guys. Uh, you know, Brand Brand Brandon Graham. Graham is well, a Fletcher dude. Cox, but he's not. But he's, he's way long in the tooth. Yeah. He's long in the tooth, yeah. and he's more of a tackle than an end. And right. No, he is really. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's and, gonna be uh, disruptive, but he's inconsistent too. He really is. He's not Aaron Donald. You know. Um, yeah, he's not. He's not Aaron Donald. And look, I also think too. I think I wouldn't be surprised if this is Fletcher Cox. He's got a year or two left with the Eagles. That deal, he's not worth a hundred million dollars a year. I'm not right. a year. A hundred million dollar contract, I should say. Right, right. You know, you watch Aaron Donald play, and then uh, Fletcher Cox. He had a slow start the year last year. Um, I just think that money can be spent better elsewhere. And he's getting up there in age. You know, same thing with Brandon Graham. Love him. You know, look, he's the guy who caused the fumble in the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, look, a guy who a lot of people called a bust at one point, got in Jim Schwartz's system, but, um, you know, and that and that worked out for him. But I'll tell you, that's very interesting too, though, Coach, to bring up. Jim Schwartz said he might retire from football. And he also I just said – to bring that up. He also said, too, he was going to take the year off. But now he's back in Tennessee already. Right. And that tells you a lot about what Jim Schwartz thought about the Philadelphia Eagles organization. Absolutely. He Absolutely. wanted out. He want he didn't he, he wanted off that ship. He didn't want to take the blame. I don't think he liked Howie Roseman and the direction. You know, I don't know about the whole Peterson thing, but I don't think he wanted to be with the Eagles anymore. I don't think he liked it, the direction they're going with Howie right. Roseman. A hundred percent. And I Absolutely. think that just tells you a lot when you say you might retire and then what? Three months later, you already got a job. Not again? even, not even. Yeah. I think I, you know, he probably went on vacation with his wife, and his phone started blowing up, and his wife just said, "Take the call," and you know, you, you, you know, I don't want you around the house. So, right. you know. yeah, Jared, I watched Mania. Um, look, it was it was good. I mean, WrestleMania is WrestleMania. Um, I, I I thought the 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 main event was really good with Daniel Bryan. Um, a little disappointed. I mean, once again, WWE, it's just, I don't know, they seem out of touch. Not that you have to give the fans what they want, but, you know, obviously they wanted Edge or Daniel Bryan to win, so, of course, they let Roman Reigns win. And he pins them both, too. I'm, I don't i think you watched, Coach, did you? I, yeah, I know. I didn't watch. I know. Coach was, yeah. he, you know, Coach is a big wrestling fan, but I guess he didn't I, watch. I, you, know, you know what? Here's the thing. I, I've I've mm. really, it's fallen out of favor with me. I, think, I agree. No, you me know, too. It just. It I just, just watch WrestleMania. It, it is, and I just really can't just yeah. jump in and watch like like you can jump yeah. in watch WrestleMania. I can't do that. I just you know it's yeah you know it, it and, just is is and that's the not, one thing. If you could put up what my cousin said, you are going to see. And this is the one thing I do like about their coach: the Eagles are going to run the football this year. You can stamp it, and Miles Sanders if he's healthy. I'm going to say 14 or 1500 yards rushing 
and at least 10 touchdowns. Hey, did it's they a, bring back the guy from Miami? Did I read that? Uh, yes, Jordan Howard. Yeah, you're Jordan right. Jordan Howard back. back too. I mean, he's a nice complimentary back. He, you know, I, I liked him when he was here. Thought I should have given him more touches. Uh, kind of, you know, not a great year in Miami last year. But and they're going to run the football, and they have the line to do it if they're healthy. Time and out. I think Miles Sanders has a Pro Bowl year. Time out. Time out, though. I want right. to back up a little bit. Okay. Nick, why is it Deuce's fault that <laughs> Sanders didn't get enough touches last year? I, well, I, I'm a little confused. Why it's, it's Deuce's fault since he's no, the running no, back coach and really, not the play caller? No. Yeah, no. The, he, you're right about that. I agree with you in that. But a lot of people questioned – about how Deuce handled the rotation of the backs. They really did. That he was taking them out too much, not letting them be the guy enough. I mean, everybody talked about how Miles Sanders was going to be the bell cow. And, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, I agree with Coach in the sense okay. that calling the plays. But, no, the running back rotation was trash. I agree 100% with my cousin on that. I also agree with what you said, too, Coach, about the play calling. You know, Deuce has nothing to do with that. But there's another prime example of a person who wasn't happy with the organization. And I know he got passed over as head coach, but Deuce has been here since the 90s. And now he's gone, and he went to Detroit. So it's not like he got to go to New England or Tampa Bay or Indy or Pittsburgh, this, you know, great tradition that you think I'm going to be able to elevate my career. He went to Detroit. So that's and, telling you something too, Coach. But time out a second. And, and, okay. and in Deuce's defense, Deuce has turned down a lot of jobs. Yeah, he has. Because it was implied to him that he was the next man up. I'm okay. I don't wait know. a second. They, wait they, a second. They, and also, I didn't yeah. say they promised. I said implied. Yeah. I said implied. Big difference. Promise implied. Big difference. Yeah. Right. Okay. But also, that was the only job left after they fired Philadelphia. When they fired Doug, all the other jobs were pretty much filled. So, so where else was he going to go? Yeah, you know, I mean, he didn't have. There wasn't that much. I mean, you wait until you all the other jobs, and then you fire yeah. a guy. That's you know, I mean, come but on. Also, now. too, Deuce should have took an offensive coordinator spot, but I don't think that he could get it. Yeah, I, I, and I agree. He hasn't climbed the ladder, and that was the problem. He couldn't get an offensive coordinator job somewhere. And, look, I, I think he's a good leader. I think he's a good – it's just – I think he was well-respected well respected in the Eagles locker room. It's just, you know, he was never an offensive coordinator. Right. I think and, a lot of people – And I thought that on Deuce, and they brought in guys that were – not, you know, these coaches that call plays. They never gave Deuce the opportunity yeah. to call plays. So right. hopefully, hopefully Doug passed him over too. Doug passed him over twice for offensive coordinator, too. Yeah. Let's not forget about that. And I think that showed a lot. And let's not forget about Doug. Doug, a guy who won a Super Bowl, couldn't even get a head coaching interview this year. He interviewed to be the offensive coordinator but, for Seattle. But there were no jobs left when they fired him. You remember that? There was nobody left. No, no. When they fought, was there were still some jobs left. No, there, there wasn't. There was yeah, no there head coaching jobs left. I guarantee you there was. There was not. No, there, was, there not. was. There was. But still, regardless, nobody. If you wanted, I, you know Doug, what it was. I think the Texans was the only job left. Okay, there was the only job left. Okay, and and I think they already already had 
with the deal with going on with Deshaun and all that stuff, I think that was already well. A, a honestly, done deal, so I think that honestly. was one of the first jobs ever that really nobody wanted to take. I mean, usually when you say, "Hey, look, that's one of thirty-two jobs in the NFL," so if there's something out there, I'm going to take it. I think this was one of the years, and you saw one of Andy's got a former coach, David Cully. Of he was the wide receiver coach. He's actually the wide receiver coach who got into a fight with T.O. when he was in Philly. Um, <laughs> but he took the job, and I feel bad for him because he's walking into. I mean, it's impossible. He's, his job is impossible. Right. If he goes, if he gets that team to five hundred in the next two or three years, he should be coach of the year. Well, look, here's the thing: they missed the opportunity to fix their team and be back in contention relatively quickly when you have one of the top five quarterbacks in the league doesn't want to be there anymore teams are going to back up the Brinks truck for you yeah and you could have really built your team you could have been the next Miami Dolphins who have done a great job with all these picks that they received somehow right. some way yeah but their window's gone now because now oh absolutely you know, the window's gone yeah. with all this, this they stuff could have got three wants. first rounders yeah. and now People, you don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun. I mean, they're going to investigate, and I really think, you know, until this is figured out, they're not going to let him play, I don't think. And, look, Nike dropped him. Beats by Dre dropped him, so you're losing sponsors. You know, and it's Here's it's the not thing. Good. He does – but part of the CBA now, this is cause for the team to not pay him. So now he doesn't – he's not getting his money. Yeah, but he's their biggest – that's their biggest asset, though, too. So we're going to have to see what happens. I mean, look, and I think they're investigating it legally, too, not civil-wise, I mean criminally. And right. and that's – so we got to see. We got to see what happened, uh, what happens. Um, But they missed their window. I mean, to me – and look, you know who the, the big team they think – if Jalen Hurts don't watch out, the Eagles are in the best position to get them. They got – Sixty million in cap next year and three first round picks if Wentz plays seventy percent of the year. So if Hurts don't work out, Deshaun might be coming to the Eagles. Um, if 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 you know if 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 no, if, if, if a bull had tits, it'd be no, a female. You know, I, mean, I know. No, I'm saying if the you know he gets cleared of all these things and it's where he can because I still think he's not going to be out of the league. I don't think he raped any women. No. You know, he might have been inappropriate, might get a suspension, but I, I don't think he did anything. I don't know. I've heard some weird things. I, it's one of those situations, Coach, you know you can't win by talking about. Right. So we'll, we'll let the investigation play out and see Absolutely. what happens. But, you know, uh, two or three months ago, the Texans could have got a King's ransom for him. And now yeah. you, you might be looking at just a first-round pick or something after everything's resolved. Right. Right, and I think he'll have to play. Uh, here's a question. This year being a 17-game season. That's a great question. That's a really good question. I think you got to, don't you? Especially if you, to me, Stiz, if you break it within the 16 games, then yeah. I think you could say it's a record. But if you have to break it in that 17th game, it's almost like because baseball had that issue. Remember, Coach? Mm -hmm. They said some of the things because it was like 152 or something. And one went to 162, what, 154, I think it was. And they went to 162, whatever it may be. That's a uh, that's a good question, Stiz. Um, like I said, I think if they break it in 16, it should be legitimate. But yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be really interesting. 
Yeah, Larry Brown used oh, yeah. to hide his jersey yep. when, he was. when he was hurt. He used to hide his jersey because I, I, Alan Iverson would want to play. Right. And, and, and right there, uh, also a great comment. But that's why that's why Philadelphia loved Alan Iverson. You know, they had the whole practice thing and all. But with the one thing with him, you knew when it came to game time, that guy was going to give every single thing he had and his body to the game. And that's why he's the Chase Utley, Allen Iverson, uh, Pete Rose. Those are the players, Brian Dawkins, that Philadelphia fans love. You know, and I know they all have talent too, but they care about effort. You know, as long as you're giving it your all and they can say it, you're going to be loved in Philadelphia. Absolutely. And I, um, you know, talk about the Jersey thing, and this doesn't have to do with injury, but apparently there, I think it was Derek Jeter's first all-star game. They didn't send his Jersey. They didn't make a Jersey for him. Mm -hmm. So what they did is they went out to the concession stand, bought a New York Jersey without a number on it. And it's black marker with his number two on the, or they spray painted it or some stupid wow. thing, but but they had to do that because they didn't have a jersey for him to wear. Yeah. So, and look, he uh, just said, too, I guess one time he, he didn't have shoes, so he sent a kid to Foot Locker. Yeah. Ah. Look, man, AI, AI was a bad boy. He really was. And, but know, I don't get it, though, because, I, I you know, I remember, you know, I show up for practice hurt because, man, I wanted to be dressed for games, but – and. You know, and just being, you know, kids really didn't, oh, you know, didn't care. Oh, I could still stand on the sideline in my jersey, but, you know, it's fine because, you know, my, my, I have a hangnail. I can't, I can't, on my pinky, I can't play. I mean, you know, and AI kind of reminds me a little bit of Mickey Mantle because Mickey Mantle, he always thought he was going to die young. So he didn't really take great care of himself. And I think AI can be kind of accused of that too. You know, didn't take the best care of himself. And you really wonder if conditioning and, you know, if you put everything into it, what their careers might have been. Um, Look, AI had a great career, so did Mickey Mantle. But they both, I think, had, you know, a little bit of alcohol issues and other issues. And, man, if some of those things weren't there, I really wonder. Because you look at that AI team. He had nobody around him in 2001. I mean, Eric Snow. And, look, they could defend the hell out of the ball. But they didn't have any talent. You didn't have another score. I mean, he was their only legitimate score, and except for maybe Aaron McKee off the bench. Uh, Allen just took that team on his back. You know, they, they make it to the finals. They beat the Lakers, who hadn't lost a game in the playoffs. and uh, That's one of my favorite teams. They're like my 93 Phillies. They didn't win at all, but it's a team that always have a special place in my heart. Ah, oh, wild thing, Mitch. Yeah. Oh, you got to bring Mitch up. But that was a scrappy team, too. They, might all, they were scrappy. They all were on steroids. That. That's yeah. fine. I don't care. They got it done. Steroids yeah. were legal at the time. That's right, I mean, man. I you mean, know, how do you, how do you, you know, that's the whole thing with Mark McGuire and everything. They weren't, it wasn't a legal substance. It wasn't banned by Major League Baseball. So why? That's like Bill Belichick. Well, here the rule book says I can do this when people bitch about these quirky plays that he comes up with i.e. the muddle huddle oh you can't do that well yes you can it says it in the rule book come on right well you know coach as you bring belichick up i'm gonna i don't want to shift gears too much real quick but you know one thing i want to bring up everybody's going on this whole and look i've i've always said i'm not in the doubt and tom brady business i think brady 
is the greatest football player ever. I think there's a great argument for him to be the greatest uh, player ever in all sports. I, I truly believe that. But everybody who sits there and now says, well, look, Brady won without Belichick and kind of try to diminish Belichick's record. Let me tell you this. Neither of those guys have the amount of Super Bowls they do without the other. Right. That's why they were great. I agree. Because they had each other. I agree. Yep. You know, if you remove them from each other, I'm telling you, you know, Brady doesn't have eight or seven, whatever it is, and right. Belichick doesn't have six or seven, whatever his is. They were great because they were together. If you look at a lot of the great dynasties, Coach, San Francisco, you had Bill Walsh and Joe Montana. You know, Dallas, you had Jimmy Johnson, and you had, uh, obviously, Troy Aikman. You know, you had Terry Bradshaw, and you had Chuck, was it Chuck Knox. Chuck, Chuck Noll. Sorry. But, you know, you have that great quarterback, great coach combination, and both of them are, are the greatest ever. And to think that Brady would have the success he had, and I think Brady would tell you that too. That without him, without Belichick, he wouldn't have the success he had. And Belichick, same thing. Without Brady, he wouldn't have the success he had. Absolutely. I agree. I agree 100%. And I don't think anything, you know, and I think, you know, I, I was watching some sports talk uh, show where they were saying, you know, oh, you wouldn't have been, you wouldn't have said, how does a guy win a Super Bowl and get fired three years later, meaning Doug Peterson? So why shouldn't Bill Belichick be on the hot seat? I, I'm sorry. I, I think Bill Belichick is not going to be on the hot seat this year. I mean, no. uh, because I, I don't think that the, Bill, I don't think the Patriots are under 500 this year. Okay. No. I, I think they have no. a winning record. They're going to bounce back. And, yeah. And I don't think Cam makes it through the season. I think that they're going to make a quarterback change and, you know, a different, maybe Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, and uh, I think Jimmy, uh, Jimmy G yeah. will be uh, one of those guys might wind up in New England who are both definite upgrades of. Uh, let's see what happens in the point. draft too, coach. Let's see what happens in the draft. Cause th let's not be, I would not be surprised if new England makes a move and moves up. Um, I think that's something to look out for. Uh, but that bill knows too. I think bill wants to get his, he wants to win a super bowl now too. Cause Brady won it to be honest with you. If I had to bet, I would bet against it. I think he's got the AFC stack, man. And now you got a guy like Mahomes in the AFC. Yeah. It's, it's going to be tough. There's a lot of good teams, a lot of good young quarterbacks. Buffalo is up and coming. Yeah. You know, Miami's so up and coming. Miami is in up your and division. coming. Jets and got listen, tons of picks. I, the Jets, but I, I'm going to go, you know, what about the Chargers? The Chargers yeah, with, are, with Herbert, are uh, 100%. Yeah. you know, so so we'll see. And I know all, all the Raiders about We haven't Colts mentioned too. the Raiders. And, and the, and Colts, the Colts, too. Right. Quest, now they're in, the, they're now yeah. in the mix because, you know, they have a definite upgrade for a quarterback. So, yeah. And look, I, you know, and especially if they bring him in, too. Hey, man, Browns are going to be good. I'm not a Mayfield guy, but if you don't ask too much of Mayfield, he can win games. Right. If that defense gets better, you add a clowny look, and they, they can run the football, and they got. They might have the best line in football. It's top three. I can tell you the offensive line, I'm saying. You know, if you bring a clowny on opposite Miles Garrett, it's going to be – that defense is going to be good, man. And they also signed the safety as well, Coach. Yes, and um, – but you're right because – and and like I said, I said this earlier, if you want to get Cleveland in some trouble, you have to put 
10 guys in the box and stop that terrific running game and force Mayfield to throw because when he has to throw and move out of the pocket, he becomes a liability. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. No, but like I said, if you don't ask too much of them, they can be good. And, right. and look, like I said, that defense was more the weekend's weakness last year. Yeah, John Johnson, really good Pro Bowl caliber safety from the Rams. You know, you already got Miles Garrett. You bring in a clowny to play Robin to his Batman. Yeah. That defense gets better. You can run the ball. You got Kareem Hunt and yep. you got Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. I think they got to figure out the whole OBJ thing. Because I think they're better without him. And I agree. And and when and teams will still take a flyer. I don't think that you'll get a number one for him right now, but you might get a couple of twos or a two and a three. And you know, there's a team north of you in Green Bay looking for a receiver that would probably give up some, you know, give up some money and 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 see. Because if you want to keep one of the best quarterbacks in the league in uh in there, then you know, that's what I would do. Yeah. Um We'll see what happens. You know, because he's a guy that can keep him in in check. I think. But you know, the team I think you could get the bite is the Ravens. I think you might be able to get a first or second out of them because they they are in your division. I don't know that that's the that's the issue, right? And I think they're thinking, you know, you don't want to give a guy like Lamar Jackson a weapon too. But I'm just, I don't know. I don't think OBJ to me is the most overrated receiver. You know, because he made a good catch, like. He had a nice couple years. I'm not saying he's – but he's also not this top five receiver. He's no, not. It's just not, not there. Right. He's not. And the money he got and the – that's the one thing I'll give your boy. That's the best deal he made. I mean, that was a steal. Right. He did. I agree. 100%. You know, did he get two ones, was it? Was it two ones? Uh, Definitely they, got a one. And a, yeah. Uh, uh, a one, I think a one, a three, and Jabril Peppers. That's right. But still, I mean, that's... And Jabril Peppers is good. I, I mean, he's... he's Look, we lost Landon Collins in, in, in free agency. And Jabril Peppers, in, in according to uh, Football Focus, Jabril Peppers and Landon Collins were one and two as, as the safety. So we replaced the guy with the same guy. So I, I'm, I'm okay with that. And, and so you know, too, Coach, I didn't realize this. I had just brought that up. But now the Browns have come out and said they're willing to listen to offers. And I'm sure part of that is maybe bringing Clowney in. But the three teams they they said that could be trade to, the Colts, which I think makes sense for the Colts because you do need a receiver. Right. Whether you want Odell to be that guy with the way Mensa's mental capacity is right now, I question that. But then the other one, the Niners and the Patriots, I think they're good fits too. And I think with the Niners – you know, to bring in some more weapons to that offense. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, I think he's gone. And I think you'll see him get traded before draft night. I think that's that's a real possibility. All right. So the Jared's calling. You want to take his yeah, call? Yeah, yeah, let's take his call here. So, yep. There we go. Here we go. Boom. Do you get it? What's up, Jared? All right, how you doing? I can't hear, Coach. Congratulations. Good. Congratulations to them. Thank you. Yes, indeed. 
Um, I'll tell you what, though. As far as the Eagles and the Steelers go, I'll tell you where I see both these teams going. The Eagles, I think, as I said in the chat at 6, have got to trap the speedy wideout. They need some speed in the receiver game, and Waddle seems to be the guy for them at 6, I feel. Well, they're not in 6 anymore. They're They're trading back. They're at 12 now. Yeah. I don't know that he'll be there at 12. Yeah. Yeah, but you never know, however. Anything can happen, as they say. As far as 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 24, I mean, they do need some offensive line help, however. Bill Loewa, I mean, he's getting between 6 to 8, 8 and a quarter to 8 and a half, 9 million. I don't know if they would want to draft, however, like a tackle right out of the gate, but if they want to go running back, however, I could see Najee Harris. They keep talking. Harris seems to be the guy at 24, and they really like him a lot. Yeah, but they don't have any horses for him to run behind. Yeah, that's and I, that's yeah, I agree with Coach Jared. I like both of them. I love, I love, I like Najee Harris is a beast. I like Etienne too because he can catch the ball out of the backfield. But I think you got to get the line fixed first because, like I said, you could find a running back in the second or third round, or maybe even in the free agency market because you know, Jared, the issue with the Steelers was they couldn't throw the ball and they were asking too much of Ben. Yeah, and then Ben comes out and says, I'm going to play two more years, however. I mean, I'm sorry. This is going to be the swan song, I feel. This is going to be his last year, I feel, for some reason. And then you got Mason, you got uh, Haskins, and then, of course, I mean, I just, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, they need someone powerful in the passing game. But the question is, who? We don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. And Jared, we'll see I think I think it was a mistake bringing Big Ben back. I really do. I think they should have moved on. I think they're really – I know he restructured his contract, but I think it was there this year to move on for him, and I think they're going to regret bringing him back next year. I really do. I agree 100% with that. What do you think about Matt Dion becoming the first Japanese player to win the green jacket? I thought it was pretty cool despite the fact how he was up and down yesterday, but Saturday seemed like he was really on his game after that rain delay. Yeah, look, I mean, I think it's a good story, and – you know, he admitted because he had a big Japanese press pool that would follow him. And because of COVID, it was less. And he said he, you know, felt less pressure, felt more comfortable. He was the most consistent golfer, I think, over the, the four days. Um, but, no, good for him. You could see he was excited. It takes some pressure off him because, like you said, you know, he kind of had the whole – country of japan on his back they wanted to you know get their first right. that wasn't just the first masters that was the first major ever for right. a japanese player in history so congratulations to him and yeah it was a really good story yep good stuff good stuff so all right jared we got to run we're getting ready to close up here so all right, all right thanks buddy. Call, jared. and then one thing jared talked about to one of he brought up ecw yeah, old, you remember ECW yeah, and Philly the old bingo hall, and look, the old bingo wrestling hall. will never be. And see, that's what was my teenage years. Wrestling will never reach those heights again. Never. Yeah, you had three three federations: WWE, WWE, WCW, and ECW, all doing really well. And wrestling will never reach. And that's where you wonder, Coach, where did all the fans go? Because mm-hmm. WCW was getting huge ratings. WWE was getting well, huge ratings. I, I, think, I think ECW, I think those fans kind of just didn't cross over because they, they, they thumbed it down. So uh, it, was, it was thumbed down. So I, I think a lot of those fans didn't cross over. 
you know, and yeah, I, well, I think the product's part of it too. I mean, yeah. you had that attitude error, and now it's much more to kids. And yeah, I think WWE's also lost touch a lot. They really have. Vince is getting older. I think it's more run by Triple H and and Stephanie. And uh, it's just like I said, I'll always watch WrestleMania. But you know, guys who I thought would always watch wrestling, you know, mutual friends, you know, of, and they don't yeah. watch it anymore. I mean, they'll watch mm -hmm. the big big pay-per-views obviously but it's really just not what it was so uh right. it just yeah. is it's, it's falling off and whatnot yeah. so it's a shame but anyway everyone thank you for hanging out with us and spending some time we appreciate it we'll be back monday uh getting more ready for the draft uh, i'm working on bringing a guest in and and uh hopefully that'll uh that'll all come together next monday uh, and again, we're going to have our big draft show, uh, first round of the draft on uh, April 28th um, during 29th. the draft. So, or 29th, I'm sorry. Get the date right. We'll do it. <laughs> but, you know, you can mute the TV, listen to our commentary a little bit. Might be a little bit better than the than the same talking head you listen to. So hopefully you'll check that out. Hey, Keith, get well. We can't wait to have you back on the show. Uh, everyone, stay safe. We'll see everybody next week. Thanks for hanging out. Make sure you share it. It's Nick under or Nevada underscore Nick. You can reach out to him, talk some shit to him, whatever. Uh, but remember, go to YouTube, like the page, subscribe, share it to your friends. We appreciate it. All right, everyone. Take care.